Holmes. If I'd known he'd been threatening like me, I'd have had him thrown out of the theater. Yes, of course. Hello. Hello. There's a nurse thrown in amongst Madame's makeup jars. Party burned. And that came this evening for Madame. When she read it, she was in a great anger. She started to burn me. And then she said no. She would save it to use later on. Part of the message is still legible. It says... I warn you, cut out the threats. I'm no fool, and I never let anybody or anything block my way for long. So, if you want to stay healthy, think it over. Find Ezra. Ezra. Any idea who this Ezra chap is, Natasha? Yeah, but of course, it is Mr. Ezra Burton, the many times millionaire. Surely, well, Burton's hands and sausages. He's worth a nice tidy sum, eh, Holmes? Yes, but to me, he's no better than his own fat feet. I never can understand what Madame sees. Oh, so uh, Madame Laxmi and Mr. Burton were on intimate terms. I do not know what that means, Mr. Holmes. I only know he was very attentive for four months this winter. But now he gets himself engaged to marry Lady Diana Manville. And Madame is sure. He threatens to make a great scandal and the marriage is off. Hmm. I wouldn't care to come between Madame Laxmi and anybody she loves. Oh, I do not think she loves Mr. Burton so very much. Madame is never fond of anyone but Madame. Well, then, don't you think... He gives her such expensive presents as Mr. Burton. Diamond necklaces, sir. She does not want it to end. I see. By the way, Natasha, I've been looking at that line of uh, Madame's shoes. Are any of them missing? Uh, one moment, I live. No, they are all there. Ah. Then we may safely say that Madame Laxmi did not leave this theater of her own volition. She might throw on a dress or a cloak in a hurry, but I doubt very much... To go out into the street on a night like this in our bare feet. Then she was kidnapped. But who was responsible, Krishna or Burton? Both had ample motive, I should say. It remains to be seen which had the better opportunity. I'd have to question both of them. But Krishna's gone. In that case, suppose we look up Mr. Burton. But he's not in London. He moved only last week to his house in the country. It is outside of Dover. And to Dover we must go, eh, Watson? I've a few questions I'd like to ask that corpulent gentleman. <laughs> In a moment, we will rejoin Sherlock Holmes as he endeavors to solve the mystery of the missing dancer. Next time the heat gets you down, makes you feel all warm and tucked out, here's what to do. Fix yourself a tall, frosty, tinkling, catchy wine and soda, and just see how quickly this mild, hot weather drink cools and refreshes. How it seems to give you a new lease on life. What's more, a Petri wine and soda is one of the simplest drinks ever. A tumbler half full of Petri Claire or Burgundy with sparkling water and ice to fill. And what really makes this drink click is the true heart of the great Petri flavor. Smooth tasting and mighty pleasing to the palate. Be sure to use Petri and you can be sure of a perfect wine and soda. P-E-T-R-I, Petri Wine. Hmm. Nasty raw morning, Holmes. Just feel that wind off the channel. Oh, yes, it's not raining. Oh, yes. That's Mr. Burton's little hideaway ahead. I say, Holmes, what if we're too early? Perhaps he isn't even up here. Ah, yes, he is. There seems to be an air of activity about the place. Let's the carriage, piled hydro's luggage, waiting for the front door. Ah, here comes Mr. Burton now. Run, Burton, run. He must catch him before he gets down those steps into the carriage. Well, Holmes, I don't see the you... Mr. Burton! All right. I beg your pardon. I'm going to see you for a moment. What the deuce? Where in blazes do you come from? Can't you say I'm just leaving? I have to catch a boat. I'm sorry, Mr. Burton, but I'm afraid the boat will have to sail without you. We must clear up this matter of blackmail. Uh, she was abducted from Drury Lane Theatre last night. Ridiculous. How could anyone abduct her from her own theatre? That is a question I had hoped you would help us solve, Mr. Burton. Please. Say, what's behind all this? I'm not going to stand here answering your fool questions. Out of my way, I'm going to catch that boat. Mr. Burton, I've encountered some of your threats before, such as, think it over. If you want to stay healthy. What? That was the last line of your letter to Laxmi, if I'm not mistaken. 
How do you think it will stand in a witness box, Mr. Burton? Good Lord, I... Now, look here, this is ridiculous. I haven't been in town for at least a week. I haven't seen that wildcat for at least a fortnight. I can prove it. It's the Burton, sir. Yes, Parsons, what is it? It's a woman, sir. She's been thrown over the cliff. What? Listen, some of the fishermen found her lying on the beach a while back. She was a gardener. They bring her along on her shutter. Bring her here, but I don't know the woman. It's the lady that used to come here, Mr. Burton. The foreign lady. Lux. I must be going mad. Here she comes, Watson. Uh, you can rest the shutter here on this stone coping, my lad. Good Lord. What a mess. Yes. Not a very pretty sight, Mr. Burton. Come on, Watson. You better look her over. Right. Nothing to be done, I'm afraid. Stone cold. Yes, sir. Neck broken on the floor. Who's this wild-looking fellow coming up the drive? This place is worse than an insane asylum. Mr. Krishner. I wonder how long it would take him to turn up. Where is he? Where is my last one? What have you done to her? Look here, Krishna. I've had enough of this. Quiet, Burton. You're here, Krishna. I'm afraid there's nothing that we can do for her. Lassie. My beautiful Lassie. You have killed her. You find that you said you would. I didn't do it. I wasn't in the theater last night. I can prove it. No, that I know. I begged her not to see you. I told her you were dangerous. But last night she escaped me and ran away. I followed her here, but I am too late. You have thrown her over the cliff. I did not kill her. I didn't even see her. Good Lord, is it my fault if some crazy woman commits suicide because I won't marry her? Did I sneak in her gun? No, she's not that kind. What? No, you did it. I... You threw her off the cliff. Liar. Come on, gentlemen. I'm giving your attention for a moment. I think I can prove you're both wrong. What's that? Really quite simple. Laxby is barefooted. She did not commit suicide because to do so, she would have had to cross the rocks between this house and the cliff. Her bare feet would have been torn and bleeding. And as you can see, they aren't even scratched. What have I told you? On the other hand, had she run away from the theater of her own accord, her feet would have been quite soiled by the time she reached here. And even the soles of her feet are clean. No, gentlemen? Madame Laxby was brought to this place in a box. A large box. One of the ticket agents at the station. Remember, she was claiming it late last night. My dear Krishna. The body was dead when you threw it over the cliff. And you did this to implicate your hated rival, Mr. Burton. So he killed her. That's it. A knife. A sacred knife from Steve. No, no. He's not true. I did not stab her. I'm afraid I must agree with you, Krishna. There are no dagger wounds on Laxmith's body. How thunder did she die? Laxmith died of lead poisoning induced by the metallic paint with which she painted her body. Lead poisoning is what we call cumulative. The body stores up the poison until suddenly there's no overdose. Laxmith died during the 20 minutes she was sitting, uh, she was sitting in the shrine. Krishna... Found her there, too late. Yes, gentlemen, I think we may say that destiny performed the deed both of you most ardently desired, but neither had the courage to undertake. But, Dr. Watson, uh, what happened to Mr. Burke? Sherlock Holmes saw to it that both these gentlemen left the country at the earliest possible moment. In a few moments, Dr. Watson will give us a hint about next week's adventure. Friends, there are really no hard and fast rules on the selection of wine types. Whether it be white or red, dry or sweet, drink whichever peppery wine you enjoy the most, whenever you enjoy it best. Most people, however, like a robust red wine, such as Patrick Claret or Burgundy, with red meat. And dry white wines... That three soft turn, for example, with fish, fowl, and white meat. In either case, you'll find Petri is the natural accompaniment to most foods. And in serving, although decorative glassware is nice to look at, Petri wine will taste just as good from the glasses you have on hand. 
So let your meal times be a recess from the pressure and taste of these busy wartime days. Relax and dine graciously with wine, with Petri wine famed for flavor. Well, Dr. Watson, what's in store for us next week? Well, now, next week I think I shall tell you the story of Miss Susan Cushing, a sweet little old lady who one day received in the post a cardboard box containing two human ears. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to a Sherlock Holmes adventure suggested by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's story, A Scandal in Bohemia. The dramatization was by Edith Miser. Mr. Rathbun appeared through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer and Mr. Bruce through the courtesy of Universal Pictures. Both are now starring in Universal Pictures' Sherlock Holmes series. Tune in this station each week at the same time for further adventures of Sherlock Holmes, presented by the Petri Wineries of San Francisco. Try Petri wine, and you'll taste the difference, because Petri took time to bring you good wine. speaking, Sherlock Holmes has been presented from the Don Lee Studios in Hollywood. This is Mutual. <laughs>